everyone, welcome back to Two Minds Today, the pod all about best practices to get you noticed and ahead in your professional life. Today we're taking a look at crafting the best agendas for meeting engagement. Plus, we will teach you about consent agendas and meeting activities you can start using today. Two Minds Today with Charlene and Halla. Good morning, Halla. How are you? Good morning, Charlene. Good to see you. Happy to be here. I know we're doing Zoom today, so I actually see you. Yes, I think that's a pleasure. (laughs) It is. All right, so let's break down the top ideas of really effective meetings. So when we were chatting about agenda, want to start there? Absolutely. So it's critical that when you have a meeting, you have, you know what you're going to accomplish in that meeting because people are super busy and they don't want to come and not get a, you know, have something actually accomplished. So it's critical that you have an agenda and you know what you want to do. And you got to think about how long each agenda item will take. So not just knowing what it is, but like, approximately how long it takes so that you can like run a tight meeting where people don't feel like they're completely wasting their time. And I want to jump in what you said of people want to accomplish something, right? So there's a thing called a consent agenda, which many organizations are rolling out and using now, which is an agenda that you sent out beforehand, essentially, and it has all of these report outs. And report outs are your typical, I would say, you know, when I was running um, teen programming, we did a lot of report outs. This person talked about the the volunteer opportunities that they had discovered. And this person talked about, you know, the communication and the programmings. And I think that's when we get a lot of, this could have been an email, right? If your agenda starts to look like reporting out and people and really no conversation, no discussion, really just real in reality could have been an email. That's what the agenda item I think needs to pull off. And if it's business, you need people to approve on that consent agenda is a great place to go for that. So it's interesting. One thing that you said, which I think is important, is a lot of times when people run a meeting, they think, well, I'm running the meeting. I'm in charge. I have to say and report on everything. Mm -hmm. So a benefit of doing uh, an agenda ahead of time is also finding ways to include other people in that action point. So that other individual is presenting. And in order to make it effective, so it's not just an email thing, have an action item or a question that you need the board for to decide. So what do you guys think? This is the direction I'm going in. What are the thoughts? Does this make sense? Please give me some feed or, you know, some, some ideas and I can take back and report back to the board because the board wants to feel that their expertise is being used and they're being heard. So have another individual report instead of you and make sure that that individual ends with some kind of a ability for the rest of the board to kind of chip in to what they're presenting. And I would say it's even more important on Zoom. So on Zoom, we have a two-minute attention span to listen to one voice. And in person, it, honestly, we're probably down to two minutes. TikToks are now like eight seconds, right? Oh, my God. Um, so if you can change up the voices in the room, um, that is going to engage your audience and participation really a lot more. And then we're... Well, I, I was just thinking, should I change the voice now or let you keep talking? Change it now. Go for it. 
<laughs> no, I mean, that's like an incredible, that, that's true, right? Because our attention spans are getting shorter and sh shorter. But aside from like the attention span, I think it promotes engagement, right? And yeah. it doesn't, and I think like that's like the key of running an effective meeting is engaging people and getting them to be reinvested in whatever the organization's goal is and the reason it is that you're around that table to begin with. So yeah. this, this two minute idea, you know, maybe once upon a time we could sit for 15 minutes or an hour listening to someone and give each one an hour time to speak. But the reality is you're probably sleep half of that time when someone else spoke. And especially for on Zoom, you're, you're probably audience is on a different platform. Uh, there are platforms out there now that actually do track engagement. I, you know, they're still volunteer lay leaders, so we don't know if we want to track them if, if their main screen is the Zoom meeting. But I would say at the core, um, volunteers have, board members have put aside their jobs, right? They've put aside their families, their whatever else was going on for free and often not even for free. They're often paying because they're donating to your organization to come the last thing they want to be is a rubber stamp and they'll if they come to a meeting especially in the days where people are getting babysitters and we're like I just rubber stamp that that is really what sets them off and not makes them feel and makes them feel unengaged in the system um when I we used to have this theory did you ever hear this the green jello theory no, what's the green jelly? Okay, it's like the very, very, it's my very first leadership principle I ever learned. Uh, I was 12 uh, on my first board. And the idea is that everybody wants to be wanted. So you're having a potluck and you're assigned the green jello. Is the green jello that important? No, but you know, if you don't go, there's no green jello. And everybody wants to be wanted at the core. It's true. And I think it goes beyond the nonprofit volunteer world. Yeah. I think even when you're sitting on for-profit boards and they're paying you to be there, there is, you, you do want to um, appear useful, right? Because you're yeah. paying to be on that board, but you're doing it because you want to advance your career. So you don't want to just be sitting there and not making any connections and, and not showing your expertise. So I think it, you know, that same logic applies even if you're on a sitting on a for-profit board and you're getting paid for it people really want to be that green jello no matter what mm. the setting is right so uh seek when you are making that agenda to find a way to make people be a part of it and involved I actually think, Hello, we could probably talk for several weeks on meetings. So why don't we focus a little bit more today just on a few pieces of how you can engage people and then and we can continue next week with some others. So okay. I um, always do an icebreaker of some kind, uh, especially if you're a group that meets every six to eight weeks or longer. If you're meeting constantly, you don't need an icebreaker unless the goal of the meeting is just networking, right? Like we have our real goals and our secret goals right when we when we run these meetings um so i always try and and you can make them as professional i've done with an entire group of professionals especially on zoom a great one is um bring something into the zoom screen that is meaningful to you that described your journey whether it's your journey in that organization business whatever the core of your mission is uh if you're you know an environmental agency share your path you know share something that you shows you're environmentally conscious or aware right and you can bring that into the zoom screen and let people share and that's really nice because we've actually broken down the boundaries of home and work within the last two years and so giving people a little bit of a window into your life is is really special 
what you're talking about is when you're in person, it's basically that social connection that people make. And in order to have an effective team, you yeah. need to make those personal connections. So that is definitely critical to have that icebreaker or social gel, right? It's a right. moment of being able to connect socially. Yeah. Uh, wait, I'm going to go back again. What is our focus? I'm going to give you the next point. We're talking about how to engage in a meeting and what to weave into the agenda to engage in engage. Okay. So the first is create that social platform by having some kind of an icebreaker. And if you're in person, have that coffee, you know, come in Mm -hmm. 10 minutes before to have that coffee. The other way that we can socially engage, we spoke about briefly before, is to assign different agenda points to, to different individuals to raise so that they are connected in what they want to do. Um, and since we mentioned that before, I'll give you a third way of how you can weave in, <laughs> weave in people. And that is the conversation you have before the meeting with individuals. Yes, please. So yes. You need to speak to your board members kind of beforehand so that you can g- get their engagement and excitement and essentially plant people sometimes to ask questions, to raise issues so that you're not the only voice there. So, um, and that you can only accomplish by having kind of the conversations before the meetings. A lot of times pe- leaders think that when I go into the meeting, that's when I'm getting everything done, but it's not really true. The meeting before the meeting is the president or whoever's in charge calling up a significant portion of the board members, if not all of them, you know, half of them for this meeting, half of them the next meeting, and planting questions, issues for other board members to raise. I would say um, most vital is the pre-meetings and the parking lot meetings, the meetings after the meetings, um, whether they'll be on Zoom or text message or literally they're in a parking lot, which I I think actually that's probably a great place to pick up next week and dive a little bit more into. But uh, that's our, our, let's do a total from the top. Three ways. One is have some sort of social connection, social glue in your meeting. Two. Two is have other people presenting parts of the agenda that, so you're not the only voice speaking. And then three, we touched on briefly, but always have an item of discussion, something that they can actually converse around. Absolutely. And we'll get into future meetings. We'll talk about why it's so critical to have those pre and post uh, meeting conversations, the parking lot conversation, the pre-conversations, and what and how that really leads to you having the most effective board meeting. Yes. Thanks, Aaron, and thanks, Ola. Thanks, all. Take care. Bye. 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 See you next time on Two Minds Today. Like and subscribe.